Hi everyone, before we get into this week's show, we wanted to thank all of our listeners for supporting what we do. And now we've got a new way you can show your support by buying us a beer. Yep, we don't make any profit from doing this, but we want to grow this thing by putting a bit of money into getting the word out. So if you would like to help us out, go to buymeacoffee.com forward slash dadsonfilmpod to show your support for just £3. Loads of our wonderful listeners have been and bought us a beer and we massively appreciate that. Thanks so much. So that's buymeacoffee.com forward slash dadsonfilmpod. Thanks for listening. Here's the podcast. Hello. Hi. Hi, Greg. Hi. <laughs> How are you? Hi. You look quite quite um, upbeat, quite, you know, awake. Yeah, I don't know what. I had a nap today. Uh, I hate naps. They, like, always just completely wipes me out, a nap. Needs I had one yesterday. I had one yesterday and then got up and had a couple of beers. <laughs> and then, yeah. Oh, nice. And then I had one today. And now I've got a glass of I've had a KFC and I've had a glass of wine. So yeah, cool. pretty decent actually. I'm surprised. And I had a coffee uh, about 45 minutes ago as nice. well. So you probably you probably just noticed my energy levels will just drop shortly. How's <laughs> oh, yeah. how, how's your beautiful ten year old ten day old little boy? Ten, just <laughs> ten year old. We, we don't talk about that. He, he's in the attic. <laughs> oh God! <laughs> I look at fish heads every uh, every month. Oh, God. <laughs> okay, it's like like Bart. Bart's twin brother in it. Oh yeah, <laughs> the evil twin. Oh right. Um, yes, uh, little Zachary is is wonderful. He's really really good actually. Thank you Excellent. for asking. Um, yeah, he went back in went back into hospital for a couple of days last week because he had a little bit of jaundice, but yeah. he's all good now. And touch wood, he's he's been a really really good little boy. He's uh, you know, sleeping between feeds really well, and you know, Max got like nine hours sleep the other night, which was no. ridiculous. I got bloody six because I was up with the bloody firstborn. Wow. Being, being, wow. Yeah. being a knob. <laughs> so, <laughs> so it's just ridiculous. Oh, but uh, no, no he's, cool. he's, he's very, very good. Thank you. Uh, yeah, so as we sort of touched upon at the beginning of last last week's episode, little Zachary was born uh, a week last Sunday, yeah. uh, 12.54 p.m., yeah. eight pounds, one, a two. Hey. Oh, one, two. I'm Dave. And I'm Greg. And we love watching films. Great films. Bad films. Blockbusters. Classics. Indie films. Cheesy films. Superhero films. But as dads, we especially love watching family films with our kids. So we've made a podcast all about it. This is Dads on Film. It was £8.04, actually. I'll let you have it. You can have that one. How are you? <laughs> How are you? Yeah, I'm all right. I've I've had better weeks, but yeah, I'm, I'm all right. Mm. Um, yeah, but you know, I've, it's uh, it's nearly the Easter holidays. Uh, one that one more day tomorrow of work, and then wonderful. Uh, just over two weeks off, so that looking forward to that. The sun's been shining. Amazing. It's, it's been beautiful. Um, it's been gorgeous. Yeah. Fuck, fuck, fuck snow. snow on Monday. <laughs> yeah. What's all that about? Twenty-one um, degrees today here, and it's forecast snow on Monday. <laughs> Only in Britain, only in the UK. Only in um, there we go. Uh, but yeah, hmm. now um, I've, I've not. I'll be honest with you, because we didn't record last week. Not been watching many films. No. <laughs> Tell you what, I've, I've been watching, which, and I know, and I don't. We don't. I know we don't do TV, but I think sometimes we need to make exceptions. And uh, you put me onto it. And it's Ted Lasso. Oh yeah. Uh, on so Ted Lasso is an Apple TV Plus, and it's. Um, and it's pretty, it's made by Bill Lawrence. So if, mm. was, if anyone's a Scrubs fan, 
Bill yeah. Lawrence is the guy. He was the showrunner for Scrubs, uh, which is something that me and Dave hold very dearly. And, very, very uh, dearly. Yeah. And it's just got that. I mean, it's very different to Scrubs, but it's just mm. got that heart, hasn't it? It's like, yeah. it's just yeah. so warm. It's just so lovely. And you watch it, it's like, oh, oh, yeah. this is great. It's just nothing bad the, happens. The, yeah, and the, the beauty of it is, and the smart thing they've done, which not a lot of TV shows do, is the main character is is the, the good guy. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And he, he's, not, he's not a prat. Whereas like in, in a lot of, you like Scrubs, uh, JD's a bit of a prat, in yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. at times. Or I'm trying to think of another example. Like I don't know, Faulty Towers. Basil isn't the most likable person. No, Blackadder yeah. isn't the most likable person. Whatever. But yeah. Ted Lasso is just such a nice yeah. bloke, and it's, it's rare you see that. And he's it's, kind to a fault, isn't he? That's, yeah. That's oh, yeah, obviously, yeah. But yeah. Um, but it, it's nice that. It, 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 well, it's nice that he's nice. You know what I mean? I think people kind of need that a little bit. It's lovely, and it's really, it really, is really cool to have that sort of like transatlantic thing. Like um, the, yeah. la- the last thing I saw, a bit like it, um, which yeah, you know, it was all right. I didn't take to it that much. Was episodes? Do you ever watch episodes? Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. I, I quite, quite, I quite liked. I quite liked episodes. Liked it. But it wasn't, it wasn't amazing. But I liked that. That was that sort of like transatlantic episode. Mm. Um, like a element to it, wasn't it? So this mm. is like a US production, but all produced, all, yeah. fit, all shot in the UK. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and it's quite a strange concept. For those, so for those who don't know, he's um, basically there's there's a fake Premier League football club called Richmond AFC yeah. Richmond. Yeah, and um, the owner to get one back at her ex cheating husband um, mm. tries to run run the football club into the ground by. Uh, employing an American football coach <laughs> to come over and be, be the new manager, and he is Ted Lasso. Um, and it's just, you know what, everything about it is really, really impressive. Like the production, the way that, like, that was what I was most apprehensive about. Like, how is this going to be believable? How are they going to get get mm. it right to be like a, a Premier yeah. League club? And whilst you know it's not wholly authentic, it's yeah. they did all right, didn't they? Like, it's, yeah, it worked. It, it felt believable. <laughs> a few few points, I thought. I felt like hmm, it, it, it was verging on, um, was it Dream Team? Was that what it was? Oh, called? yeah. That, Sky One, oh, dodgy Sky yeah, One thing, Dream yeah, Team, yeah. or footballers-wise, but actually yeah. it's just dead funny, so it, so it's not. Yeah. Um, my, my one kind of criticism is, uh, of it is every now and again, you can tell that they slip up the, and they show that an American's written it because they'll say something daft like... Um, For the listeners, half an hour, <laughs> half an hour has passed. <laughs> Oh, come on. I've got an excuse. My brain isn't working. Um, I don't know. Like elevator. They say get in the elevator okay, or something, yeah. you know, something daft yeah, like no, that. Yeah, and yeah, and yeah. it's just like, oh, yeah, a little come on. Yeah. yeah, a few little ones. Um, and it's surprising nobody on set went, excuse me, excuse yeah. me, Bill, <laughs> Bill, Bill. <laughs> um, wouldn't say that. Um, but yeah, no, go and check it. It's on Apple TV it's, Plus. And we don't speak about TV, but it's worth it's worth the recommendation. Yeah. It's 10 episodes. I. Yeah, there's 10 episodes in the first series. Season two, the film in it at the minute. Yeah. Uh, there were some pictures uh, released online. Golden uh, Globe winner. Cool. It was, yeah. Golden Globe, best uh, best actor in a comedy yeah. series. Did Jason I, Sudeikis. Did I amazing. see, you said about the film in it now, did I see a picture of Jason Sudeikis in a Santa hat mm-hmm. outside a pub? Yeah, so uh, I presume maybe that maybe it's the Christmas special, the, the film as well, in March. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm, I, again, I'm breaking the rules again, but yeah, TV, something that has got me through 
oh. these night feeds. Although obviously Max is feeding him, but I'm doing the uh, like you know his, his winding and all that sort of stuff and changing him in the middle of the night. So yeah. you know we try and stretch that out. Um, what we do in the shadows, the TV oh, show, yeah, yeah, you it is a, you absolutely brilliant. Oh, it cool. is, it's so funny. Yeah, it's like, Matt Berry. Matt Berry's in it, and Kevin Novak, you know, oh, the, yeah, the phone yeah. phone jacker, face jacker. Yeah, yeah. Um, and you know what's so good about it? Like, I really liked the film, but I can I could see I see its flaws. Um, it's just, it's so much funnier. And I, really? it's kind of like, it's kind of like the American office. Like you get more time with the characters. You just learn to love them. And it's not, they're not playing the same characters, which I kind of thought they were. Is it a UK and, production then? No, it's it's America, it's FX in America, oh, right, but okay. it's a, the three main people are British. Right. So it's Matt Berry, Kevin Novak, and Natasha. I'll have to check that. But uh, the 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 I think the the way they've nailed it is bringing in a female character because there's yeah. no real there's no real female um, protagonist in the in the film, but yeah, she's yeah. she's probably the main character in oh, this, cool. and she plays Matt, Matt Berry's wife, yeah, yeah. and it, it's just absolutely hilarious. Oh, brilliant. Like, Fully oh, brilliant. It's so good. Nice. Yeah, anyway, um, yeah, there you go. Cool. Cool. Well, have you been watching anything else other than the films we're discussing? No. No. Because well, the, the, the main film we've been discussing <laughs> has taken me two weeks to watch. <laughs> yep, same here. I finished it last night and, well, wow. so finished. More on that later. Uh, if, <laughs> if, if, you're a big, if you're a big fan of uh, Zack Snyder, you might want to tune out now. Because but, but the thing is, that, like... I am genuinely a little bit worried because people who have criticised this film have they've got loads of grief, like got, been yeah. on the receiving end of quite nasty backlash, haven't they? So, mm. um, so I loved it. I'll, I'll be the good. I'll be good cop. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, be good cop. I did. I tell you what, we did have a complaint about uh, last week. You had a complaint. Well, a little bit. Um, apparently, we, we didn't put. I mean, there's lots of stuff we didn't put in last week's episode because it was an unconventional episode, but we didn't do a password. No password, apparently. Oh well, so I got I got a message, a couple of messages saying no password. Oh, I, I, I don't know. I've not listened to. It. I, <laughs> I, I recorded it a month ago. Couldn't tell you. Couldn't tell you. you <laughs> some some you people go. Was, uh... Some people go. Good episode. Of it. Was it? Oh, cool. Tell Thanks. me what was in it. What Great. was in it? <laughs> we, were quite, we did get quite a lot of uh, good feedback from from the uh, Quentin Tarantino episode and. Beautifully, my son came at the perfect time that the uh, the Quentin Tarantino episode fell the day before Quentin Tarantino's birthday. Fantastic, which was amazing, so timing. fitting. Well, well done, no Zach. idea. Well done, Zach. Good lad. Yeah, man. Okay, Greg, do you have a question for me? I do have a question for you, David. What on, on earth is coming up on episode thirteen of season two of Dads on Film? Go. Thank you so much for asking that, Greg. Cue the music. Okay, next we're going to look at last week's homework, which, well, well, the week before's homework, which was uh, Taika Waititi's Hunt for the World of People. Then we've got this week's news. Then, I can imagine it's probably going to be quite a chat. We're talking about Zack Snyder's Justice League. Our social adieu this week is Sean the Sheep, Farmageddon. Then we've got everyone's a critic. We're going to be setting homework, and we're going to be looking at what's on the box. Let's do this. Jingle. So, I mean, some people are waiting on the edge of the seat for our chat about uh, the Justice League Snyder Cut. Mm. Uh, got a friend of the show here with us, uh, just a bit of a preview. Joe, what did you think of Snyder Cut? F***ing awesome. Cheers, Joe. More on that later. Thanks, Joe. <laughs> <laughs> okay, two weeks ago, 
I set Greg a long overdue film to watch, and this is 2016's uh, Taika Waititi-directed Hunt for the Wilder People. So this is the film he uh, wrote and directed before uh, Thor Ragnarok. Yeah. And did you do your homework, Greg? I did do my homework, yes. Uh, are, you, are you ready Excellent. to see it? Yes. Um, it ye- yes. Pardon? Yes. <laughs> to, am I ready for what? Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> Here is my homework. Okay. So, yeah, uh, as Dave mentioned, 2016, Taika Waititi, um, who, as you know, we're a big fan of recently. Most recently, mm. we've probably spoken about him in Jojo Rabbit. Uh, they do this um, cool little short. Have you seen this short that uh, Taika Waititi, Ricky Gervais is in um, about uh, animal testing? Uh, I've seen about that. Oh, I've heard. I saw yeah. something about it, just, um, but I've not. I've not actually seen it. Just something cool. So, so Thor Ragnarok. He's going doing. He's doing another. He's, what's he? He's do, is he doing another? Thor? Love and Thunder. Love, Love and Thunder. Yeah, Love and yeah, Thunder. Absolutely. Um, so this is back in 2016. It's Julian Den- Jul- Julian Dennison who we mm. last saw um, <laughs> being pretty pretty <laughs> awful in uh, Belschnickel in Christmas, Belschnickel. Chron- Christmas Chronicles two. But in this, he is fantastic. He plays Ricky Baker, um, and he is a foster child who is taken to um, Sam Neill. Sam Neill wonderfully plays Hector Faulkner. And Remata Wyatta as Bella Faulkner, um, who, uh, his foster parents who take him in, and he's a troubled kid. Uh, he's had a lot mm. of behavior issues. Um, and what? And it's all about him settling in, or not settling in, rather. Um, there's a bit of tragedy um, his foster mother or auntie uh, yeah. passes away, um, and actually Sam Neill's character at the start is very hot, very hostile. He, when they made the when they fostered him, he wasn't really interested. It was all for her mm. sort of thing. But it's all about the uh, the relationship that develops between them throughout the rest of the film, and they end up sort of yeah. on the run, and it was sort of like a big sort of um, escapade. Uh, it's absolutely mm. bloody wonderful. I mean, for uh, <laughs> for. It, it's so Taika Waititi's um, humour. Um, I, I think the, the main thing for me is something so funny has... I mean, we mentioned Ted Lasso having so much heart before. This, yeah, this yeah. has so much heart, so much heart. It's it's just really lovely. Um, the chemistry between uh, Sam Neill and Julian Dennison yeah. um, is just uh, amazing. Here's a little clip. Come on, give me some bars so I can communicate with the outside world. Okay, take a look at this. Oh, Uncle, we're famous! Hector Faulkner, 65, and Richard Baker, 13, have been missing now for six weeks. Faulkner is cork... cork Asian. Well, they got that wrong, because you're obviously white. <laughs> there is a fear for Faulkner's <laughs> mental health following the recent death of his wife. Police are not ruling out kidnapping. Kidnapping? Park rangers have been alerted for anyone seeing the patient report back to the nearest police station. Oh, Uncle, you're basically a criminal now. But on the bright side, you're famous. I think I'm crazy. And Asian. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's oh, so good. Yeah, God. Um, just him. Yeah, I, I, I mean, I don't say much more than that, really. There's, they get, so they're off on the run because basically... Um, Ricky had Ricky had ran away from home. Uh, Hector had gone after him, and they have to sort of survive in the wilderness. But then there's this big sort of manhunt because um, mm. they think he's been 
you've been sort of <laughs> kidnapped and it's yeah. all ridiculous as that's all it's all alluded to um, yeah it's and then it goes it's quite sort of it's farcical of course mm. um but it's it's beautiful and it's funny as well and the main and like i said the main thing is about this relationship that develops between hector and ricky mm. um it's just so sweet and uh, it's it's just really, really well written. New Zealand looks absolutely beautiful in it as well. Uh, and as ev- always. <laughs> yeah, of course. And uh, everybody should go and see it. Yeah. I can't say much more. There's, there's just, just honestly, just some laugh out loud moments in it. And like, I, and again, I, to catch up, I've been watching this again at, oh, during night feeds. <laughs> it's yeah. just been like three o'clock in the morning, just burst out laughing, waking up the baby, waking up Max. So sorry, so sorry. He has a sta- he has a standoff across this little like ver- like ravine thing oh, yeah. like, uh, with the the um, child services woman, and she's like, "I'm like the Terminator." And he goes, "No, nah, I'm like the Terminator." <laughs> and she goes, "Now nah, you're Sarah Connor in Terminator One before she could do chin ups." <laughs> <laughs> Just. It's uh, <laughs> some some people hate it because they'll just think oh it's just so stupid. Yeah. But that's just my, the, the, that comedy. It just hits it. me perfectly. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. If we think about Taika Waititi's film, main films that he's directed, so he did a, he did a really strange film in two thousand and seven called Eagle vs Shark, yeah. which was actually the first thing I, I ever even before Flight of the Concords, that was the first thing I'd ever seen that he'd, he'd been involved in. Right. Then obviously he did, he did all the Flight of the Concord stuff, uh, a few little bits here and there. He made another film called Boy uh, in maybe 2010, which I've not seen. Um, yeah. Then what we do in the shadows, this Ragnarok, yeah. JoJo, you know, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. And it, it, he's just developed this incredible sense of humor. And again, all you know, even like all the Mandalorian stuff that he's been involved in and, and yeah, things like yeah. that. It's 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 just brilliant, and he's he's, he's he really is a force to be reckoned with. And yeah, and it's unique, and that's what that's what I love so much. It's not just you know these crap. Adam Sandler type comedies. It, it's like you said. It's got they've got heart. All of his yeah. films. They've got lovable characters. Um, you know, it's so much so that the the film that Julian Dennison did after this was Deadpool Two, and they basically just said, "Be Ricky Baker again." And even some of the lines he said, like in Deadpool Two, he stands up and he says, "It ain't easy being a gangster." And it, <laughs> you know, it's just like something that he says in this film. Thug life. You know, I didn't choose this thug life. It, it chose me. <laughs> it's I, think... I go as far as Ricky Baker is one one of my favorite characters in anything he's just he's just so lovable yeah yeah well i think a lot of people you know there'll be a lot there'll be a lot of people who listen to this who know taika waititi's work there's there's some who who won't particularly know but there'll be a lot of people who have seen the mcu films and seen how different Thor ragnarok is and how it's got that just sort of self-awareness but also just like just very subtle but very clever humor like the character is it korg in ragnarok yeah yeah is that, he, yeah but he is the most sort of like fundamentally taika waititi character isn't he yeah in there. it's yeah. just so well, because like that, it is taika <laughs> well it is taika waititi of course it is yeah but yeah. but it but just his, his mannerisms and just the writing yeah. of his character is just it, it's just very sort of typical of his writing isn't mm. it so but there's there's a character in um, hunt for the wilder people where Ricky ends up on that farm with the girl and her dad and the oh, dad yeah. wants to take all the, the selfies of him he's like hey Ricky you want some sausage <laughs> you got some <laughs> yeah, sausage yeah, or some yeah, pizza yeah, yeah. and that, that's basically cork and it's just so funny it's wonderful yeah, yeah. another thing I noted which actually is quite fitting with the with the Snyder stuff we're talking about this week this this film has such a uh, a better use of chapters yes. <laughs> in, a, in a film than the <laughs> yeah. Snyder cut does that yeah, actually yeah. makes sense 
as well. Yeah. Um, but yeah, there we go. Okay, cool. Would you say, Greg, this film was Greece or Superman Four: The Quest for Peace? Uh, I will go for Greece, please. Um, do you know why? Excellent. I because it's, I it's good. I, no, because I thought awesome. Good timing on that one. Um, uh, where can we see this film, Greg? Sorry, I forgot what we do there. £1.99 on Amazon. Have we got any this. film news? This is... <laughs> you can tell we're out of practice on this one. Yeah. The <laughs> news. This is why we shouldn't have a week off. <laughs> Because yeah, that's I do bad, feel, isn't it? genuinely feel rusty. Um, Uh-oh. Have some of this beautiful McGeegan's Black Label. It's good. Just have myself, uh, have myself cheeky Easter. Okay. Uh, oh, many, many people will be listening to this on Sunday morning, Easter Sunday. I hope the yeah. Easter Bunny has been to your house. It's, uh, many other Easter egg providers are available. <laughs> you you like didn't you. actually name the brand. There you go. <laughs> Uh, uh, yeah, correct. I thought about other than the Easter Bunny. Um, oh, <laughs> the, the, um, the Easter Armadillo. Um, and remind me of Easter. I'm the Holiday Armadillo. <laughs> yeah. uh, Max has been watching Friends while she's feeding. She's yeah. never been that that fussed about Friends. Um, no, it's weird, but uh, yeah, she's been watching it. It's really. Anyway, let's move on. Okay, news. Considering we've not done news for two weeks, there hasn't actually been that much sort of film news. Um, the first big one, uh, Black Widow is is coming to the cinemas, apparently. Again, I'm not going to hold my breath, but they are. So apparently what Disney are doing is they're doing a, a dual release uh, in the cinemas, and they're going to do a, one of those Disney um, premiere things, you know, like they did with Mulan okay. and all the other bits. Um, which, to be fair, I'm kind of like... I think if you're doing that, I'm ho- I can hold out a bit more hope that people would actually rather go to the cinema to watch yeah. it. Yeah, it I might think... be it might work out a bit. It might work out a little bit cheaper to do it on Disney Plus, but I think if people are paying for me, if I was pay, you know, if I'm paying, I'd rather go to the cinema to see it. Do you know what I mean? Uh, yeah, I mean, hmm. How, I think I can see what's going to end up happening is there are still going to be your. Um, Dramatic, sort of very like dialogue-driven uh, films, sort of the more low-key stuff, lower production value stuff mm. that I think is going to continue to be released. Whatever happens is going to continue to mm. be released more and more direct streaming services, and I think cinemas, uh, um, or may, and maybe perhaps dual release with cinemas mm. as an option. But I think they'll, yeah. I think they'll be released pretty much at the same time. Streaming services, and I think cinemas are probably going to have to. Those who want to stay open and afloat are just going to have to survive on these blockbusters. That I think, yeah, I think they're just going to have to rely on them. I think it's going to change the face forever. It is, but it, to be fair, that was like it was already starting because you know, yeah. like my my cinema um, memberships with Cineworld, and that half the films we you know we would talk about, yeah. or you know, even before the podcast, you were like, "Oh, I'm going seeing this," and I'm like, "You cannot see that film in in, cine, in any you know." any of the cine worlds near me do you know what yeah, i mean so it's yeah, like yeah. yeah exactly i don't think it's gonna make tons of a difference now because they yeah. were going that way anyway so yeah there we go yeah um, speaking of which 
Cineworld is hey. opening. Thank you. Segway. Uh, Segway. I can't actually remember. I wrote this. I put that in pre-baby, so I'm trying to think. What? Cineworld is it so, so basically, yeah, they're, they're, they're reopening uh, loads of the cinemas. It's been strange because it's been sort of very understated because there was such a big deal when Cineworld closed because it was like, we're indefinitely closing our cinemas. Yeah. I think it's like, all right, that's it. But now, like, it's just... They're just opening again, but it's, there's not a big deal being made of it, really. It's just. But I think that's what they're doing, just in case stuff, you know, stuff hits the fan again. Yeah. Uh, okay. So they can quietly go, oh, yeah, we'll just shut again. It's fine. Yeah, it's not okay. a problem. Right. Um, okay. So Cineworld uh, has confirmed it's going to reopen its venues in England and Scotland on May the 17th, once government regulations allow it to. Um, so, yeah, I, 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 so, yeah, like you say, whether they actually will is another question. Um, yeah. But at the minute, things seem to be looking good. I think you so. know, the pandemic-wise, but, uh, you know, we'll see if anything changes. So, yeah, the first tra- first full trailer for uh, James Gunn's The Suicide Squad has been released. Have you seen the trailer yet? I like the look of it, yeah. Yeah, I really yeah. like the look of it. it. It looks very silly, which I think is is kind of the the point and and the beauty behind well behind, which works so well for Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah. Um, I'm not too yeah. sure about the whole kaiju thing at the end. <laughs> the big starfish. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. I, I like you know I like what's the shark guy called? Um, it's got the King, King Shark. Shark. King, King Shark. Shark. <laughs> um, it's got the guy I like off Prisoners and um, Dark Knight. Dark Knight. Yeah. Um, he plays the. The, the dot, the polka dot, called. something, the polka dot, something polka like dot man. I don't know, whatever. Um, Looks good fun. Uh, John John Cena's in it. Everybody loves John yeah. Cena. On the um, so John much Cena's, so that James John Cena spinoff. Aren't yeah, they? yeah. It's a prequel, The Peacemaker, but it's that James Gunn has written and directed it as well. So that's you cool. know that's holding them in high you know high esteem. There, so that's pretty decent. Yeah. So yeah, it looks fun. Um, yeah, we'll <laughs> see what happens with that one. I suppose yeah, it does look good. Fun. And that's pretty much it. But, you know, good news. <laughs> the rest of it's pretty boring, to be fair. So there you go. Let's do a jingle. Woo! Okay. Oh, yeah, we're, we're here. It's we're here. time to review <laughs> the... Justice. <laughs> I see what you're doing now, Greg. It makes sense. Okay. I'm making it a four-hour podcast by speaking in slow motion. <laughs> I get it. I dig so it. So way I back, think. we've actually sort of like covered the announcement. Well, we covered the call for this, the announcement of it, um, the development of it. Um, way back, I can in, in the news sometime last year. You you told me about this Snyder cut that fans have been mm. asking for for some time. So, bit of backstory: um, Zack Snyder made Man of Steel, Steel made uh, Batman versus Superman: Dawn of Justice. Did he? Was he a producer on uh, Batman versus Superman, or did he direct it? Um, he directed he it. He directed it as well. It, yeah. um, and anyway, so he'd gone to he started he started making uh, the Justice League family tragedy partway through making the film. So. Uh, in 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 stepped, forget his name, J- Joss Whedon. Joss Whedon, yep, who's um, a bit of a controversial bloke at the moment, to say the least. Mm. Um, and 
he finished off the film. The film got absolutely pan-slated. I've not seen it because I didn't like Batman vs. Superman done justice. Um, and lots of like... I've seen, like gone back and looked because it's been on TV and stuff this week. So I've just been like trying to compare stuff and there's like lots of like, I know, heavy rock music as things are happening in, in the original mm. cut and stuff like that. It's like, I know, it's all a bit sort of disjointed. And that was a two-hour film, less than two hours. Something less like that. Less than two hours, yeah. Less yeah. than two hours. Fans all say, well, we want to know what Zack Snyder was going to do. So eventually Warner Brothers said, come on, Zack Snyder, you can, here you go. You have, you have your go with it. Do what you want. And then he'd done it, and then there was this talk about how it was going to be released. So everyone sort of knew it was going to be sort of four hours. Was it going to be released as a sort of mini-series? At one point it was, and then it was, no, we're going to release mm. it as one big film. And it's taken us both two weeks to watch it. Yeah, yeah, good. Jeez. Jeez. Okay. I, I think I actually think it, I'm just going to go straight in and say mm. it's probably been the most out of, out of the whole time we've been doing this. Forty three weeks, okay. Mm. This has been the biggest chore. <laughs> it's, the, it's the thing that's felt like the biggest chore in, in all seriousness. Because I mean, I, I, where do I start? Where do I start? Mm-hmm. Right, so my foundations, to be fair, to give it some context, my foundations are not, you know, I I, I did, I'll be honest with you, I struggled to go into it um, with with my mind open because, yeah. as I've said loads of times before, Batman versus Superman, I sort of like, I was anticipating massively, I was like really excited about it. I thought it was going to be dead exciting um, and it just bored the hell out of me. Um, mm. As I said before, me and my brother and dad sat in the cinema. My dad actually got up and walked out after an hour. Um, <laughs> I just thought it was ridiculous. And it's all and all my uh, detest for it climaxed at the point where Batman and Superman are fighting each other. And the reason they stopped fighting each other is because they realised their mothers both have the same name. Now, <laughs> so, 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 that, so, so that's me sort of going into it like, like okay, and it's four hours, knowing it's four hours long, right, whatever. It's, do you know what? It had the elements that should make it a good film. In terms of spectacle, there were some great shots and beautiful scenes um, that were definitely on a par with, you know, the greatest moments in the MCU, uh, visually mm. very stunning, very sort of cool, very sort of iconic looking. The difference is the MCU spends, you know, an entire decade delving deep into the backstories of these characters, bringing them, introducing them one at a time. Um, so you're very much invested in them by the time we get to these sort of pinnacle films where they all come together and something sort of massive happens. Now this, okay, we've had the Man of Steel. Do we have two Superman films on its on their own? Uh, or just one? No, just one. Just one, one Superman. So we had Man of Steel, Batman versus Superman, um, and then into this. And okay, we had Wonder Woman as well. Was there an Aquaman film? Yeah, but it was after. Well, technically after. Yeah, the, right. You know the first cut. So, what I'm trying to say to you is, even though a lot of it had the same elements of the MCU. Oh, by the way, there's a character who is basically Thanos. He's like a metal version of Thanos. Oh, and <laughs> instead of the Infinity Stones, they're finding these boxes around the place. So actually, a lot of the plot is exactly like, um, you know, the big Avengers films. Um, yeah, you know, Infinity Wars and um, Endgame and that that business. The difference is, I couldn't care less. I'm watching these characters, and I could not 
care less. I didn't care about any of them. I didn't care about a single one of them. No. Plus the fact it's four hours long. I'll say it again. And the reason it's four hours long is because something like, and you told me last week the actual figure, something like 10% of the film is in slow motion. It's 10, 22 minutes of the film is slow motion. That's <laughs> just ridiculous. Like, stuff like Aqu- Aquaman drinks some whiskey, slow motion. Like, why? Oh, there's, a, there's an American football bit. There's some people playing American football in the snow. Slow motion. All right. Yeah. Why? What? What's the point? Part two turns into this sort of Lord of the Rings sort of backstory thing. Um, there's a lot of scenes of people stood around, which people have compared. People have said, "Oh, it reminded me of Lord of the Rings. It's epic, like Lord of the Rings." Yeah. No, no, grow up. No, Come on. There's, a, there's a lot of scenes of you know um, Batman and the Flash and Wonder Woman stood around staring at a box and chatting about it. Like it. <laughs> Some of the CG is actually crap. I'll say it. It's like there's one yeah. you can see. Some of the CG is awful. Uh, the guy made, made out of bits of metal that all come together. There's a, like the guy when you see that for the first time. There's a guy in water watching him. It literally looks like the water's put in on Windows Movie Player, uh, like a uh, movie maker mm-hmm. sort of thing. Um, yeah, I find it thoroughly boring. And you know, by the time I was watching the last hour last night, I'll be honest with you, um, I just had it on in the background and I wasn't really paying mm-hmm. attention. What did you think? Good. Good. Okay. Okay. So, I think, in in general, I liked it more than you did. I didn't like it. That's yeah. not in any way to say that I liked it. I've got more, you know, I think we'll, and we'll both admit, I've got more of a... An investment. Probably investment in this because of, you know, I've grown up with, with you know, comic books and things like that. Yeah. However, that the thing is, right, just because you like something, doesn't mean it's going to make a good film. And I think that's the problem with this this film and why a lot of people are getting on the high horse about it. Be mm. going, yeah, but we saw Martian Manhunter. Yeah, but we saw uh, Dark Side. Yeah, but we saw um, Nightmare, you know, Nightmare Batman or whatever. It's like, yeah, great. We've seen them. Fantastic. It doesn't mean it's a good film. <laughs> I liked Power Rangers. <laughs> didn't make it Power Rangers a good movie. Do you know what I mean? I like, you know, people like Mortal Kombat, but the, all the Mortal Kombat films so far have been absolutely sh- so because, just because you see these films and you enjoy, you know, so you've seen these things in a film doesn't mean it makes say, it a good like, film. Did he say call him Marshall Ma- Martian Manhunter? Martian right. Manhunter. Right, okay. So the name. way Zack Snyder um, crowbars him into this film is, I'm just going to, if, if you're yeah. interested in seeing this film, you've seen it by now. So spoilers. Yeah, you'll know. You'll know. Yeah. It's in the epilogue. By the way, there's half an hour of epilogue. And... Mm-hmm. Um, Bruce Wayne's at one of his like sort of lakeside houses, and Martian mm. Manhunter Hunter just comes down and goes, "Hi, I'm Martian Manhunter," and then basically goes, <laughs> "It's like, all right, well done, yeah. you've got me in the film. All right, well done. I will help you out." Some people call me Martian Manhunter. If I was Bruce Wayne, I go, <laughs> "Really? Oh, <laughs> actually, don't need, I don't need your help, mate. It's fine. Yeah, you're all right." <laughs> You're yeah, okay. You're fine. You know, sorry. Um, <laughs> I haven't said it. Yeah. It really is a tough one because with all that said about just because you like these particular things, I do think there are moments, like, like you said, there are moments that are great in this film. That, you know, the things that worked really, really well. I don't mind Ben, ben Affleck as Batman. I, I think actually he makes, a, he makes a very good Batman. He's, he's quite close to the kind of Arkham Games Batman or the um, Batman animated series from the 90s that I, I loved. Um, 
and seeing him kind of take us almost like in the big battles and stuff like that, him take a step back because obviously he's not as powerful as the other people. You know, that's that's nice. I like that. I liked some of the uh, the bits with Clark and Lois, you know, and, th- and things like that, some of the iconic bits. I actually, and I'm going to put it out there, I f***ing hate him. He's a f- but I didn't actually mind the kind of nightmare like little vision at the end with Batman and Joker and, and Cyborg and things like that. That was fine. I, you know, I quite enjoy, you know, because I kind of know a bit more about wh- where that, in, you know, in theory, where that kind of all goes. Yeah. But I think a collection of good moments doesn't make a good film. No. And it's, and, and that's, and I think that that's always been Zack Snyder's problem. He, he f- sort of feeds the fans too much by doing what, by showing them these iconic things that they've always wanted to see. But again, these things don't make a great film altogether. Um, there's loads, you know, p- nitpicky things. Physics, does that mean anything to anybody? Because apparent, apparently it doesn't. People just jump. Oh you know, Batman can jump very high. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and stuff like that. That's me just being a bit nitpicky. Yeah, um, yeah the slow-mo that. is just ridiculous. The CGI is dreadful in parts, like you said. It really is terrible. Yeah. Um and you know we just have no context for anything. You know, just because there's a there's a couple of scenes in Batman versus Superman that hints to somebody called well, it doesn't even say the word Dark Side, and then we see the big bad, the Thanos type that you that you sort of said. We see him a couple of times throughout this film. I don't care. It's not it's not particularly you know it doesn't come across as particularly threatening. At least in 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 at the MCU and. I, you know, unfortunately, we're going to have to compare it to the MCU because what else? What else do you compare it to? You know, Thanos is, was kind of teased for ten years almost. You know what I mean? And, and the the st- Infinity Stones were were teased for ten years. Yeah. Whereas this one, this anti life equation, these boxes, mm. it, it, what's that on? Like, yeah. where did that come from? I, I, I just I still don't, don't get care. it. So what happens? You know, whoever people who have the box can control the box to do whatever they want. Why? Why not? Why including not? can control the box to make a shit film um <laughs> and again it just it just poses this question can you or should you make a 340 million dollar film 340 million dollars like if you if, if you count for the original film and then the 70 million dollars that they gave him for reshoots so should you make a 340 million dollar film that is solely for comic book fans and I'm a comic book fan, yeah. but I don't think you should do that. Yeah. You know, it, it's that's pretty mental. Am I right to um, that one thing Zack Snyder's good at is um, recreating the comic book panels, like the actual, yeah. as you see yeah. them sort of thing? Pretty, Yeah, pretty much, yeah. Mm. So there's a lot in um, Batman vs. Superman, you know, key scenes um, or key, key images frames, yeah. from, from, films, uh, from the comics. You know, uh, 300, he did the exact same thing. Watchmen, he did the exact same thing. But again, it's style over substance, unfortunately. Mm. Um, and it's just that because you like it, does it make it a good film? It, I, I, and I, I, it just brings me back to that point. And you actually, you said it perfectly. You said, Warner Brothers said to him, do what you want. And that's the problem. You can't just say to somebody, you know, is 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 another seventy mil? Go and do whatever you want to do. And let Chris me, Nolan do what he wants. Don't well. And, and when you when you see Chris Nolan's name as executive producer, yeah. did your heart kind of oh, shatter slightly? Yeah, why has he, got his he, name he is literally because, well, basically because after the Dark Knight Rises, they said to him, 
stu- uh, they offered him a stupid amount of money to make uh, Man of Steel, and he was like, no, no, no. Um, but they said, okay, we'll we'll give you like um, uh, basically executive producer credit on all of these, these, you know, big DC films now, and you can oversee them. So he, he actually did have an active hand in making um, Man of Steel. But apparently, they had him and, and he apparently he approved Zack Snyder to direct Man of Steel, but they had there, there was some kind of fallings out over the end of Man of Steel with the the Zod murder essentially at the end. And now <laughs> I kind of feel like Nolan's kind of stuck with this credit that he doesn't actually want. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But my final point was just it was released on HBO Max. Okay, so the T when it was originally announced that it was going to be for TV. You know, well, TV. You know, it was going on HBO Max as six a six part, you know, uh, mini series. Fine, fine, mm. cool. Do it. You know, whatever. And my question to you now is this: is because streaming, there's so many streaming services, and they need content. Mm. Do you feel like this is going to be a problem moving forward with what? just excess <laughs> content? I suppose. <laughs> yeah, I mean. It, there is an element of supply and demand because for this sort of stuff, it is always going to have to be big budget. And so in order to have the money to make it, they will have to yeah. be able to justify it with viewers for the old mm. people sign ups to these streaming services, won't they? Yeah. That's the, that's yeah. the bottom line of it. So, so, so there is a limit to it. It's, you mm. know, either loads and loads and loads and loads of low budget stuff is going to get made. Or mm. they, I mean, Disney have got seem to have all the money in the world. So having said that, so they seem to be able to. Make Disney cool. absolutely yeah. smashed it. Disney, I was reading, and my numbers will be completely off now. But Disney, Disney were um, the target for subscriptions for Disney Plus was really, really low, yeah. um, and obviously it came at the exact time the pandemic <laughs> hit. And it, right, so again, these numbers are well off, but like they wanted ninety million subscribers. And they got something stupid like three hundred million yeah. <laughs> subscribers. Yeah. You know, it's just daft. It's just daft. Yeah. Um, so, like, so, so to an extent, his numbers going. You can't make an infinite number of big budget. You can't. It's not sustainable to make stuff of this size budget that is mm. just for a niche number of fans. Yeah. So, so that, I think that's my point. To have faith in that, in that sort of, in that sort of extent, they're not. They can't. Yeah. They can't keep going and going and going. Uh, with this sort of stuff, what, what do you think? No, no, I, 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 compl- I completely agree with you. Yeah, definitely. Um, do you know what thing is for me? Go on. I mean, and this is, a, you know, this is just to give my opinion some context. I grew up absolutely adoring Superman. I love Superman so much. I wanted to be Clark Kent. I had a Superman outfit. Okay, um, but my my benchmarks were. I mean, I was into the Christopher Reeve Superman films, mm. but more so than that was the Dean Kane and yeah, um, yeah. Terry Hatchett New Adventures of yeah. Superman. And I loved it because it was so grounded. And for me, mm. Superman wasn't this alien fighting thing. Superman was Clark, the alias Clark Kent and mm. trying to live his secret life, working at the Daily Planet, you know, sort of mm. solving the sort of like small crimes in Metropolis and things like that. <laughs> um, and eventually when he really, occasionally when he really needed to, He'd rip off his shirt and he'd be Superman, and that's what I loved. I loved that. It was a fr- Friday evenings. I think it was like six thirty. No, it was. It wasn't. And it Saturday wasn't. Mornings. It was on live, yeah, yeah, live so, okay, on a Saturday yeah, morning. No, yeah, it was yeah, both. Yeah. It was both. So it was on a Friday yeah, yeah. evening, sorry, and it was on a sorry, Saturday sorry. morning. And yeah. this music just does something to me. Oh. <laughs> 
Anyway, yeah, that's it's that. So good. It's really, really good. It's just a shame Dean Kane again, it is a very problematic person. <laughs> but I I mean that's that's my child childhood. And that's why I think when Man of Steel came out, I think that's what was so disappointing for me. I mean, I I know I know the new Avengers Superman is not representative of the original yeah. Superman, but for me that was the Superman mm. that I knew. And it was so far yeah. removed from that grounded Superman yeah. for me. I would be very, very intrigued to see, and I'm not saying in any way it would make up for it. I would have liked to have seen the actual cut that Zack Snyder was going to put in because there was no way that it was going to be a four hour cut. Yeah, do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, I, but there probably is a good, a fairly you know, enjoyable, enjoyable, good film in there yeah. that's maybe like just you know, two hours long, maybe, yeah. We'll see. We probably will never we'll see never that. See. Though, but so that's no. But you're right, though. This is this isn't the director's cut. What would have been? This is yeah. the director's cut who got to do what he want wanted during a pandemic yeah. and released. However, it felt like. So yeah, yeah, yeah um, let's a couple. We've had a couple of messages. People writing in. Yeah. Els, uh, my brother said, uh, I enjoyed it about as much as I enjoyed the, it the first time around. I basically think it's a cool. It's cool to see a comic accurate live depiction of Batman. The whole thing seems like a series of really aesthetically pleasing comic book inspired shots strung together by some scenes of very wooden dialogue. The extra stuff in the epilogue seemed very tagged on, basically a half hour post credit scene. Basically a load of comic book fans demanded it and I think they got what they demanded. It's not an amazing film though. If they do another in the same universe, they should get another director. Yeah, I like I like that actually. What Elle said it's an extended post credit scene. That's exactly what it was. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah it's exactly what it was. Um, before we get to Joey's note, Chris U Beauty sent us quite a quite a big sort of review. He said, "Wow, wow, <laughs> wow, wow!" Um, I was fully ready to tear this film a new one. I've never seen Three Hundred; it never really appealed to me, and found Batman versus Superman a bit boring. So I definitely, so I'm definitely not a Snyder slash DC fanboy. When I heard it was going to be in chapters in four three, we didn't mention that. Oh as well. God, yeah, um, and possibly in black and white. I rolled my eyes watching it. I couldn't believe how proved wrong I was. Okay. Uh, I planned on watching it in two sittings, but ended up watching it all until 1am on a school night. Uh, every scene was so much better and extra uh, and every extra scene only added to how good it was. I never thought watching an alternate four hour long cut of a film. I wasn't really that bothered about to begin with. could actually have been so good. One of the few times a hyped up film has actually lived up to expectations. It answered every question I had about Joss Whedon's version and added so uh, some, so much needed background on the, origins of the characters not to mention how funny amber heard's british accent is that's true but again let's not talk about her a hundred percent recommend you don't even need to be a superhero film to enjoy this masterpiece okay spoiler even leto is all right in it okay uh i was one of the few people who actually liked whedon's version but after watching the snyder cut i think uh it would be wise if warner brothers and dc should forget that movie ever happened wow yeah, well, Bam. other opinions are available. Speaking of other opinions, we've still got a friend of the show, Joe, here with us. Hi, Joe. Just remind us, what do you what do you think of Snyder Cut? Awesome. Thanks, Joe. 
Amazing. So Alex has sent us a little Justice League review. He said, I feel like I need to watch this sober. And I said, don't. Because basically, when I was watching it, he was watching it really drunk. But he said, I was very surprised um, that given the length, it was actually well paced. There didn't seem to be any filler. Cyborg was really well written. You know what? I will. I will. I wouldn't say well written, but having seen both of them, Cyborg just seemed like such a weird, like ill placed character in the first one. In the second, in in, in the second one, the sequel. Um, I cared a bit more about him, to be honest. Like, I'll, I'll say that. Tell me, tell me about if, tell me, if he died, I wouldn't have cared. Tell me about the original, right? Um, so, in, so in, obviously, in like, the, did they the just Whedon. did they just not introduce anyone in the in the Whedon version? Like, because the flash the flash was in it, but was it was it just like no context? Yeah, pretty much. From what I can remember, and I I watched it around a Christmas time, and I was probably drunk. Mm. It, let's just face it. But the the big things I can the big differences I can take away were the the first scene with Wonder Woman in the bank with uh, Reece, Bruce Bolton from um, oh, yeah. Game of Thrones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. In the Snyder cut, that's more brutal. Okay. Not that it was particularly gory or anything like that, but they were, you know, the terrorists. Whereas in, in the Whedon version, they're just bank robbers. Does, um, so that, does Diana still, oh. like, decide to, when he could just, like, put him on his arse, smashes him through a wall, probably, no, I don't probably think so. um, you know, risking the lives of loads of people at street level. Yeah. And then turns yeah, around yeah, to a girl yeah, and says, exactly. hey, you can be anything you want. A murderer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> a mass murderer. Yeah. <laughs> so no. Um, what else? Flash, there's not There's not a lot of intro to the Flash. From what I, Again, from what I can remember, the first time we meet the Flash is where Bruce meets him. Yeah. Um, so that's that. The, yeah, the whole kind of like car thing with the pet, the dogs yeah, yeah. isn't in it. Um, there's none of the... The British Amber Heard, yeah, yeah. because in in Aquaman she's American yeah. as well, which yeah. great, good. Right. Um, right. And Willem, I don't think Willem Dafoe was even in it. Uh, what else? And the cyborg, there's just not really a lot of sci- like. There's no real back. I know. There's, to me, there's not much backstory anyway mm. to cyborg, but we get even less in the Whedon version. Cool. And in the Whedon version, there's like a Russian family. Because obviously the whole end battle kind of takes place. Essentially, it's Chernobyl, isn't it? But they don't they don't mm. want to say it's Chernobyl. Yeah. And there's like a, a Russian family that's in there okay. that the the kind of they just filmed and to try and make it a little bit more relatable. Yeah. It's f- to be like again, the Snyder versus is the Snyder one is not good, but the Whedon one is worse. Right. Yeah. However, I do feel like people are jumping on it. Like I don't think it got as bad reviews as people are making it out yeah. now that people hate Joss Whedon. Yeah, Do you know what I mean? Of course, of course. Anyway. Anyway, um, Alex goes on to say, Whedon did that guy a great disservice, uh, to put it mildly. Uh, it had a consistent tone and every character wasn't trying to be comic relief. Uh, most of this is just comparison to the original version, but it's hard to uh, not to. Uh, it was classic Snyder in terms of the cinematography. The dude is Marmite, but I like him. Steppenwolf actually had character development. Mm-hmm. Don't think so. Mm-hmm. It has soul. It's clearly a passion project. Some of the CGI was poor, particularly Cyborg. He did not have to be fully CGI. No, he didn't. Stepmo's redesign was cool, but a bit over engineered. I enjoyed it, but I was drunk as Do you know one thing that. I'll ask Coop oh, sorry. for some sound bites as well. So maybe we'll get that next week. Um, the, yeah. Do you know one thing that really bothered me? This is a really small thing, but you know, you know Cyborg. Yeah. 
he's he's like a big metal robot guy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Moves absolutely silently until he takes his tracksuit off and then it's yeah. tracksuit on. And he's wearing oh. an eyeliner. You wear an eyeliner. <laughs> wow. Okay, Greg. Would you say, and I think I'm probably gonna know the answer to this one. Um, would you say that this film was The Wolf of Wall Street or Red Heat? Which is it's a Red Heat's like a shitty Schwarzenegger one from the eighties. Well, I'd have to go for the Wolf of <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm going for Red Heat the shit. Watch the one good from one. the 80s. See good what I did one. there. Where, I did <laughs> send you that did. way, and I went that way. <laughs> Where can we see this film, Greg? It's on Sky Cinema or Now TV at the moment. I presume it's on Now TV. It's on Sky Cinema. It's usually on Now TV as well. Yes. Who cares? Who cares? Off the back of the Snyder Cut, I just had a little question for you. It's something trending on Twitter the other day, okay. which I, I thought was quite interesting. And we try not to just solely talk about comic book films, but unfortunately, <laughs> I suppose whether it's unfortunate or not, um, you know, the, the world we're living in now, this, it's the content that we're getting the most of. Um, however, I thought it was quite interesting. What is your Mount Rushmore of comic book films? So I suppose it's four comic book films that, you know, your definitive comic book films. Okay. I really struggled with this. Okay. Because although I, I yeah, we we can bash them. There's probably about six comic book films that I hold very, very highly. Okay. So Dark Knights is the easy one. Joe seen the Pussycats, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> um Do you know what? are we are we counting Joker as a comic book film? Um yeah, you're gonna have to really, aren't you? Okay, so I'm I'm going for it's lazy, but Dark Knight and Joker because I just think they're just mm, okay. incredible. Interesting. Um, I would go for um, the first Christopher Reeve Superman film because okay. for me, that's that. Um, and one more. Okay, so I'm gonna have to pick an MCU one. Uh, you don't have to, Greg. You can do what you no, want. No, I feel like it needs to be represented. Um, <laughs> and for me, it's going to be represented by, um, again, a pretty sort of cliche choice, but the first Iron Man, because I just mm. love I love the origin of Iron Man. I think it's yeah. very grounded. And I think if it wasn't for the success of Iron Man, I don't think the MCU would have happened. So, wow. There you go. Go on. What about you? I'm going for um, Zack Snyder's The Justice League. Um, <laughs> suicide, uh, suicide Squad. Yeah. Uh, um, yeah. uh, obviously, The Dark Knight yeah. is, is there. People, people are going to hate us for loving The Dark Knight yeah, so much, but it, it, it's, it's, it's an amazing I, film. I, I always go as far as to say it. I think Heath Ledger's Joker performance is the best performance in any film ever. Yeah. I'm just putting that out there. <laughs> uh, yeah, so, <laughs> yeah, uh, Dark Knight. Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah, well, I mean, that could have been made mine, but yeah. Yeah. Um, Into the Spider-Verse. Oh, yeah. 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 And controversially, Sin City. Okay. Yeah. 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 Because it that fully is a comic book you Forget film. that. <laughs> it is a comic book. Alan Moore. That is, is a Alan film. Um, no, it's, uh, it's Frank Miller who did Dark Knight Returns and okay. all those ones. All right, fair enough. Cool. 
Um, yeah. Let us know your thoughts. Let us know your Mount Rushmore comic book films. I like that. I like that. Yeah, yeah. I quite like that. It's not. You could say, tell us your top four. No, your your Mount Rushmore. No, no, like. no, no. no. PG tips. So uh, this week's so solid you is the nineteen uh, twenty nineteen the, uh, the twenty nineteen uh, stop motion Ardman uh, animation yeah. Sean the Sheep movie colon Farmageddon, which uh, is actually not the first Sean the Sheep film. There was the Sean the Sheep movie in twenty fifteen. I did not know there was two Sean the Sheep uh, films as well. Do you know what? So you correct. You were like, you were like you, when you set this as homework like two weeks ago, and then you texted me the other day. Farmageddon, by the way. <laughs> yeah. I was like what the. F- are you talking about? Yeah. Well, I I'd forgotten as well, and I don't think I've I don't think I've seen the original. I've just seen Farmageddon, mm. and it was one of these Sunday mornings uh, when you know I was with the kids. I was like, oh, let's go to the cinema, go and see what's on. Sean Sheep Farmageddon. It's supposed to be quite good. Let's go and see that. And do you know what? Mm. As far as I'm concerned, it was bloody fantastic, and I'll tell you why. Um, go on. With um, please do. Yeah, I will. Um, Oddman Animations. <laughs> we spoke about Wallace and Gromit, the original short short film trilogy. Um, the other week and how sort of beautiful mm. they were in terms of like sort of silent comedy um, and how they're just very visual. A lot of the gags were very sort of visual um, and I, I, I just I can remember gro- just falling in love with that at a very young age. Ardman obviously sort of developed and they did um, some things like um, they did the Creature Comforts thing, didn't they? I can't remember the exact order of oh, stuff. Yeah. Um, they did Chicken Run, which is absolutely fantastic but it's definitely mm. not um, definitely not a silent film, but it's you know it's very much sort mm. of a family comic, um, family comedy film. Um, but then they went down the route of um, doing Wallace and Gromit feature films, of which neither of which I enjoyed. There was um, I can't remember what the first one was called. The second one was The Curse of the Were Rabbit, and the it reason loaf and death, yeah, yeah. and the reason I didn't I didn't like it is because it felt so uh, inorganic to kind of force Mm. these into big feature films with sort of loads of dialogue, loads of action, loads going on. And it's very sort of um, stimulating, overstimulating and nothing like Mm. um, the original Wallace and Gromit um, films we spoke about the other week. For me, this film, so Shaun of the Sheep, Shaun of the Sheep, if you don't know, Shaun of the Sheep is a spin-off. Oh, Shaun, Shaun of the Sheep. Shaun of the I, Sheep. I was doing that. <laughs> yeah, Shaun, Shaun of the Sheep is a spin-off to um, A Close Shave. So A Close Shave is the third of the three uh, Wallace and Gromit films, and Shaun is the sort of the main sheep out of all of them. Um, so it, the character's taken from there, um, and they sort of like run with it, and Shaun the Sheep is one of the, sh- one of the many sheep on this farm um, where there is... Strange things start happening. It turns out there's an alien invasion. There's an alien that sort of got lost from his family on the spaceship, and they end up with um, with the sheep on the farm. Um, and the reason it's brilliant is because it essentially is back to it's a silent, it's feature length, but it's a silent movie. It's not silent as in silent. There's lots mm. of sound effects and things like that, but there's virtually no dialogue. Uh, and all of the gags are visual, and it's beautiful to watch, and it's really fun to watch, and my children absolutely loved it. And for me, the reason it was so good is because they stripped it right back down to that. Um, Unfortunately, it's got Justin Fletcher in it, 
um, who Justin, Justin Fletcher is. Um, oh no, I know who bloody Justin Fletcher is. Oh, is uh, he playing it? Uh, Justin Fletcher is Sean the Sheep. Uh, and oh, I don't know no. how that. I don't know how that works. It's the it's, oh. it's stunt casting, isn't it? Um, oh. Yeah, it's only a matter of time. Yeah. Just say. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, but um, yeah, I mean, you can't really say it's got a cash because there's no voice acting in it. Really, it's just sort of sounds. Um, but I thought it, I think it's great fun. It's there's jokes in there for adults as well because it's obviously that's obligatory for every family film these days. There've got to be sort of nods and winks to mm. the adults, but not in a sort of bad way. Um, and I very much enjoyed it. Did what did you think? Maybe you didn't like it. I don't know. Um, I didn't really like it. <laughs> if I'm perfectly honest, oh. no. You know, uh, yeah, it's a sh- it's a real shame because I love Wallace and Gromit, yeah. but there's I get it, yeah. and I I, I kind of get why. It, it it should work and and why obviously why kids love it. You you messaged me and said I'd be very intrigued to see what Ben my son thinks of it. So I'll, <laughs> we'll keep going on about it. But uh, as we mentioned before, my son's got autism, so he uh, obviously doesn't quite you know take things in as uh, like like we would. Yeah, um, is, yeah, he has yeah sort yeah. of speech and language barriers, I suppose, doesn't he? Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was quite intrigued to see as this kind of it was you know. Across it comes across as this like silent film, how he would respond to it, and actually quite quite liked it in yeah. in very very small chunks more than you know he more than he's responded to you know Disney Pixar and things like that. So that was quite refreshing cool. uh, to see. However, <laughs> I didn't like the film. Right, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. um, I, on, interesting. Just some of the things you just said. So you know, um, with with the Wallace and Gromit. Films that you didn't like, you felt they were forced and organic and over uh, stimulated. That's how I felt about this film. Oh, okay. I, I felt, yeah, I felt like it. It, it wasn't quite. Uh, it didn't quite have the passion behind it that the the short the the shorter Wallace and Gromit films had. Yeah, uh, I felt like you know very kind of forced, like musical. Not not necessarily musical numbers, but like you know yeah. montages with really cheesy musical music or you know uh pop music over it um things just things like they go to the supermarket and he has too the alien has too much sugar mm. and he goes crazy but it's like all acting to the camera and things yeah, like that yeah, and okay, i was yeah, just yeah. i just felt like it was maybe a bit all a bit too forced um and a little bit uninspiring unfortunately okay. um however i did i did like and i really liked all and this is just me being a geek all the little nods for the parents yeah. and all the the sci-fi references in there as well. Yeah. So I picked up on like six. So there's Alien. Yeah. So there's the chest burster scene from Alien. Yeah. Did you get that? Yeah. And the alien goes into the sheep. Yeah. There's Aliens. So when the, uh, the the baddies in the big kind of robotic thing chasing them, sure, yeah. there's Close Encounters. I think the key pad is like, whatever. Yeah. Um, there's 2001 music in there. Um, there's X Files. Yeah. I think did he hum? What did he? There's like a yeah, that's it. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> and others, which which I really really enjoyed. I I, th- I think ultimately what it is is, um, and to be fair, 
I was all the noise. I, the fact that I get that it's a you know, there's no one speaks in it, but after about twenty minutes, I was really mm. bored. Mm. Just oh, it's like mm. <laughs> like oh, that's Scooby Doo actually. Shaggy, <laughs> <laughs> mm, um, but just and I I understand kids will kids will enjoy that, but I I can't, I don't know how you sat through a foot you know in the cinema watching that to be honest. I, I, do you know what? Do you know long. why? Do you know why it was so difficult? Because I, actually. Those times, and I miss it so much, is going to the cinema mm. on Sunday morning, and you get these, um, our cinema sells these little um, kids' caddy boxes. Yeah, yeah, a little yeah, thing yeah. of popcorn, and a little thing of chocolate, mm. and a drink, and all that. And it's really, really cute. And they go in, and they get so excited about it, and they literally, eyes not off the screen, the mm. whole thing. And I probably spend as much time looking at my kids' faces whilst yeah. they're enjoying that as I do watching the screen. And so That's... so for me, it was a lot about that. And I got I got a lot of enjoyment from their enjoyment from it. Mm. Um, but I, no, I, I genuinely, I mean, I, I always hold Nick Park and Ardman close to my heart. And I think this, yeah. this is the closest thing I've seen of their recent stuff. Um, as a return to there, it's really intrigued to see what how Chicken One Two is going to be uh, next, next yeah. year. Yeah. Um, I, th- I think ultimately, if it was shorter and it was mm. you know a forty-five minute thing, mm. you know, which is still longer than the the three original yeah. um, Wallace and Gromit, I think I would have enjoyed it a lot more. I think it just felt a little bit too kind of um, stretched out a little okay. bit. Well, ninety-six percent of Rotten Tomatoes disagrees with you. Well, that's absolutely fine. I think it's the Snyder Cut is quite high on Rotten Tomatoes as well. <laughs> is it really? Um, I don't know. Who f- cares? Um, <laughs> so Julia has messaged us, and she said, uh, "I took the boys to watch Shaun of the Sh- uh, Shaun of the Sheep." I keep doing that. Uh, I took the boys to watch Shaun of the Sheep. They loved it. Slightly spooky, which they enjoyed. Yeah. But I fell asleep in the cinema. Don't think it was any reflection of the film. Just the effect of having three crazy kids. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Cool. Yeah. Cheers, Julia. Where can we see this film, Greg? <laughs> Amazon. It's on, it's on Amazon. Shaun the Sheep for free. Shaun the Sheep is available for free on Amazon Prime Video. Bargain. <laughs> Get it. Bargain. Yeah, good one. Goodbye. A critic. Hi, guys. I'm glad to see the uh, podcast is still going strong and uh, all going well. Uh, congratulations Keep to you, surprised. Dave, on your recent news. Uh, This is my Everyone's a Critic for the film Escape from Pretoria, uh, which is a film starring Daniel Radcliffe, who obviously is Harry Potter. Uh, He plays the main character, Tim Jenkin. Um, It came out in March 2020 last year, so not great timing um, with the pandemic and all that. Um, But it's recently been released onto Amazon Prime, which is where I came across it. Uh, it's based on a true story. Um, it's based on um, basically it's in South Africa um, during when apartheid was was uh, was rife, um, and he is um, this Tim Jenkin played by Daniel Radcliffe is arrested for uh, he's working on behalf of the African National Congress. Uh, him and his friend are two white South Africans who essentially just sticking up for black people um, during what what were obviously horrible times. And from that, they are arrested. Um, They're basically calling them terrorists. Um, 
So they're arrested and they are in in Pretoria prison. Um, and whilst up in that prison, um, the story is essentially they are trying to escape. Um, I won't spoil the ending, but I'm sure you can guess what happens at the end. Um, it's the first film I've seen Daniel Radcliffe not being Harry Potter, uh, which is a bit weird because after I watched the film, I've, I've noticed that he's actually been in quite a lot that I've not watched. Um, funnily enough, when, you, when you're watching him on screen, he reminds you of Harry Potter with his mannerisms, but then you realise it's not Harry Potter mannerisms, it's just what Daniel Radcliffe's like. Um, so I don't, I don't know, I found that quite... It, it took me out of the film a bit sometimes. He's like, oh, he's being a bit like Harry when he moans. But there we go. Um, he reminds you a bit of homeless Harry Potter as well because he's got really long hair and a beard. <laughs> Um, so I, t- I took a picture and sent it to my sister, for example, and said, can you guess who it is? And she said, oh, it's, is that Harry Potter? He looks homeless. So that sort <laughs> of stuff. Uh, it's an interesting film. Obviously, I said it's a, it's based on a true story. Um, it's no Shawshank Redemption. I mean, that's an unbelievable film. Um, but I'd say it's worth a watch at least. Um, even if you just want to learn about the true story. I mean, it's, it's, um, quite amazing really how what what they do in the prison and 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 how they get spoiler um (laughs) but yeah um i'd say it's worth a watch uh three stars for me uh like i say it's 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 on amazon prime um if you've got how long is it let me just quickly google that one hour 46 it's um so it's it's not too long um, and yeah, I'd, I'd say it's uh, worth a watch just to see Homeless Harry Potter. Cheers, guys. Love everything you're doing. Oh, thanks, Harry Potter. Harry Potter and the Prisoner of Pretoria. Oh, Harry Potter and the Prisoner of <laughs> Pretoria. Is that what it's called? I don't know. I like the Homeless Harry Potter thing. That was cool. Cheers, Jack. So, Thank you, Jack. So, that was a lovely little review. Something um, you've not seen? I've not seen it, no. I'm, I kind of... I actually I knew a little bit about it and I can't remember why, whether it was from a film review or something I've seen online of kind of how they actually escape spoilers. I quite liked what Jack was saying then. It's, it was it's like he reminded whilst he was watching it, he reminded him of Harry Potter of the mannerisms, but then he was like, actually no, it's it's not Harry Potter that's reminded me of, it's Daniel Ratcliffe's um, you know, mannerisms and it just got me thinking, like have you seen any films with Daniel Ratcliffe? Since Harry Potter, uh, uh, did I see the woman in black? I think maybe. Um, mm. I, 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 yeah, I've right, seen a long, long time. I quite like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was pretty so scary. I yeah. uh, haven't seen anything else. No, he did a load of theatre when he finished, and he was like naked on stage. Mm. Wasn't he? Equius, Equius, yeah. the horse one. Mm. Not seen mm. that horse. Naughty, very modest. Called himself a horse. <laughs> um, hey. um, no, no, then. Okay. I've good I've, I've answer. Seen, okay. I've seen lots of Emma Watson, uh, Rupert Grint, uh, maybe one or two things from Rupert Grint. Can't even remember. What's Rupert Grint done? He's got a, a few little TV bits. He was in. He was in the. They made like a Snatch TV show that he was in. Oh, yeah. I think it lasted like a season. But then he's in the new like an M Night, Sh- M. Night Shyamalan, uh, maybe produced or directed TV show that's out. 
It's meant to be quite good. Okay. And he, he's involved in it somehow. I don't know. Let's, say, let's he's, face uh, it. None of them have to work again if they don't want to. He bought an ice cream van, didn't he? Did he? With his, with his Harry Potter money. <laughs> sure he did. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, must have paid him that. looks like he needs um... a wash. <laughs> you know he's you know he's oh. he had a baby with the girl from um, the worst film ever made. What's the worst film ever made? Angus Thongs and Perfect Snogging. Have you ever Never seen Angus it. Thongs and Perfect Snogging? Nope. Okay, homework, Greg. This week <laughs> <laughs> Oh, it's f-ing terrible. It's got Alan Davis in it. It's it is dreadful. Dreadful. Uh, okay. There you go. Anyway. Cool. Cool. Well, thank you for that, Jack. Really good little review. Yeah. Uh, I may go and watch it. We'll see. I might, actually, it might be one that I'll, I'll watch in the, in the middle uh, of the night. In the, night. In the middle of the, the night. Cool. I've been walking in my sleep. That's enough of that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> good. You're welcome. Uh, cool. Well, <laughs> I, think I do think I'm a bit drunk. <laughs> um, if you want to be involved in next week's show, send us your review of any film you want. Uh to us. To this number. Greg's number. <laughs> no. 0800 double 0 1066. 1066. So homework then, Greg. Let's, yeah, so Tina's this. been in touch. She said, film for you. Um, the Boy Who Harnessed the Wind. Uh, ah, okay. Um, they said uh, they read the boys' story in um, the book they've got for the kids called "Good Night Stories for Daring Boys." So it's a film mm. that's uh, sort of based on yeah. that. Um, and it's yeah, yeah, yeah. I've not seen it, but I've I've heard about you know I've seen like maybe I saw a trailer for it. Or something. Yeah, I, I, it's, it, it sounds pretty cool. It's, she says it's enjoying. Uh, there's a depressing premise, but the end is very uplifting. Um, is it something to do with like Iraq? Uh, maybe or sure. like the kids from like the Middle East, doesn't I think it's more Middle East, maybe that possibly. Yeah, but um, I know very little about it. She said I'd love the physics element to it, so yeah. Um, should we go ahead and watch that? Yeah, why the hell not? Yeah, it's nice to, have, nice to have one from someone, an outsider. Where can I watch this film, Greg? I believe it's on Netflix. On the box. On the box. What's on the box, Greg? Well, David, uh, mm. I will tell you what is on the box on Saturday night. So that's tomorrow night. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's How not- are you doing, Greg? I, I see straight through you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did you have my number? <laughs> um, Nine PM on Channel Floor. Ch- Channel Floor. <laughs> Channel <laughs> Floor. <laughs> Let's try this again. Yeah. (laughs) Saturday night at 9 p.m. on Channel 4 is Black Klansman, which is the Spike Lee film. Yes, it is. Um, Yeah, from what year was it? 2019? 2018? 2018. 18. Anyway, John David Washington, Adam Driver. uh, I only saw it earlier this year, the first time. It was when it was uh, before we watched uh, The Five Bloods. And I'll say this, mm. it's a lot better than The Five Bloods. Um, <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> uh, yeah, um, very much enjoyable. Uh, very interesting film. Go and see it. Uh, we're not, not, we've not spoken yeah. about it in depth, but 
Yeah. We we did a bit because you'd seen it and I th- you set it me as ho- I think you set it me as oh, homework. Yeah. Did I? Okay. yeah, yeah. I think oh, so. Okay, cool. Because I'd not seen it. Okay. And yeah, we, we did speak about it. Cool. So there you go. go wrong. Right. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I I've got one, but I'm gonna I've, I've got, there's a couple of on, honorable mentions okay. I wanna I wanna put in as well. Okay. So if you're struggling for things on Friday night, mm-hmm. uh, six fifty five, Sony yeah, Sony movies, signs. The okay. uh, Mel Gibson and that Shyamalan one, yeah. uh, Joaquin, love it, love it. Saturday the third, so tomorrow, mm-hmm. uh, one uh, p.m. on Channel Five, Jumanji. Why not? Yeah, sure. beautiful, beautiful. Um, I've got this. There's a few because actually it's a pretty original decent Jumanji, week. Yeah. Original Jumanji. You, usually, you know, films on TV are pretty crap, but there's actually quite a few this week, which I think you know worth mention. Uh, Four o'clock tomorrow on Channel Five. Uh, Hook. Yes, I saw that. Wonderful, that was on. wonderful, yeah. wonderful, wonderful. Um, again tomorrow night, twenty two uh, twelve on Film Four, and this is very, very niche, but it's Return of the Living Dead, okay. which is this really, really like crappy eighties zombie film, yeah. but it's 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 charming. The zombies like they talk, okay, and they're like brains. Okay, it's great. It's great. What about what but for me? Go I was going to do another go honorable on. mention no, whilst you're saying them. Uh, tomorrow morning, 9.30am on ITV3. On. We could have been anything that we, we wanted, we wanted to be. Bugsy Malone, yeah, fantastic. But no, I'm going for um, Saturday night, Sunday morning. Mm-hmm. So uh, 10 past 1, Sunday the 4th of April. You'll be up. Film 4, and this is taking us right back to potentially the first homework we ever did, uh, which is the South Korean film oh, Train to Busan. Yeah. Train to Busan I believe, is I believe our first homework was Man from Uncle. So I think Train to Busan Oh, it was. was it was. It was. So it must have been a couple of weeks yeah, after that yeah. one. Um, but yeah. Ooh, yeah, man. What a film. Ooh, I love that wow. film. So two, two good zombie films. You up, yeah. up in the night with Zach teaching him cinema. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Watch this. Learn, <laughs> learn this language. <laughs> cool, cool. Some cool films there. Yeah, there you um, go. yeah, amazing. Quite a lot to watch this week. If you watch any decent, yeah. If you watch any decent films this week, let us know. Send us a little review. Um, yeah, for next week's what's on the box. What's on the box. Cool. That wow! Well, it's don't don't leave me again for a week. It, that was unbearable. That was unbearable, <laughs> and I feel like we did record. We did record for like ten minutes. We so did have technically a, we've not we've not missed a week. No, but you know, yeah, that was a difficult. I started to, you know, I like my routine, David. I like my routine, and me I, too. you know, me too. I started to have a bit of a wobble uh, earlier in the week. And I think it was because <laughs> I was I didn't have the podcast. I was getting withdrawal symptoms from you. <laughs> Nice, nice. What's on the cards for this weekend? What's Gregor? on the cards for this weekend? The, the, Easter, the next the two Easter weeks. weekend. Uh, yeah, well, um, East Sunday. Uh, with it's uh, my little lad's sixth sixth birthday. Birthday. The best boy. The yeah. Best boy. Uh, so you know, I think there'll be lots of chocolate involved. I think um, we're going to see if get a few of his mates together in the park, do a bit of an Easter egg hunt. Oh, That'd be nice. Yeah, and you know what? I'm looking forward to over the next two weeks. I've not watched many films over the last couple of weeks, um, so I'm just looking forward to switching off and just sort of 
tanking films. Um, mm. Might do a bit of painting around the house, see how we feel. Uh, yeah, yeah, like I said, it's going to snow, maybe. Like an expressionist landscape? Yeah, a bit of a, a bit of Jackson Pollock. I'm just going to sort of like just flip <laughs> oh, the wall. Just, uh, yeah, um, <laughs> that, that line. How did how did Disney let James Gunn get that line across oh. in the first Guardians of the Galaxy? What was the when they, they go in Peter Quill in 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 Quill ship? Right, and they're like this this uh, this ship is disgusting. And he goes, "If you had a black light, it'd be like a Jackson Pollock painting." Oh, <laughs> oh man. Um, yeah so um, this and that bit of painting this and that what about yourself what about your good self how long have you got full Easter as well as you've had paternity full you get Easter oh mate I've got five weeks off for paternity I've blagged five weeks off cannot wait I feel bad about it half the country's on furlough so yeah well yeah true Um, yeah so yeah it's just going to be walks. I'm going to try and maybe meet up with you outdoor somewhere. That'd be nice. Yeah, that'd be lovely. Yeah. You don't know about this yet, but that's what I'm planning cool. on doing. Yeah. <laughs> I'll, just be, I'll just be minding my own business. And then I'll, walk out, I'll walk through the woods and then you'll just be there at the end of the path. Why would you be walking down. through the woods? <laughs> just, I'm just walking through the woods like a normal just person. Go, go to Solomon's Temple. I took you up there. <laughs> hey, hello. Hello. You up I was never the same. <laughs> like, Part of me never came back that day, Greg. Um, <laughs> you know what I've been, you know, what I've been doing right because we're like dead tired. Yeah. But we just want to. It's one of them. It's like I hate. I was said earlier. I hate napping. I feel like I'm just kind of wasting my time. Yeah. Um, but but yeah, I'm quite happy to just watch crap on TV yeah. <laughs> and waste my time doing that. Yeah. So in the days when like Ben's been in nursery, yeah. we've just been like sitting on the couch cuddling Zach and stuff and we just found the most the most preposterous reality TV to watch okay. with uh, with when Ben was little it was it was uh, Hell's Kitchen but what we're watching now is this thing called Below Deck Are you, have you ever come across Below Deck oh, it's, being at it is trash yeah oh yeah it's trash um, it's uh, it's basically you know you can charter like a yacht for the weekend or something like like a mega yacht. Mm. Obviously, we've we've all done it. Oh yeah, yeah. we've all we've all done. It. Last, last um, Saturday. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, but it is basically the crew of this yacht, um, and that's it. It's just like a you know, just like a little fly on the wall sort of thing. Oh, right. oh it, it's trash. Oh uh, yeah, I'm on series three. <laughs> <laughs> um. Cool. Well, I'll let you get back to your trashy TV. Um, I won't want to yeah. keep you away from it any longer than necessary. And I will see you. Password. Um, password. I suppose um, it better be an Easter egg. Send us an Easter egg. Um, yeah, send us an Easter egg. Yeah. I, we, we, I don't know. I, we'll have to find out this weekend whether we're coming out of this weird scenario. We're in limbo. We're in a film limbo at the moment because I think mm. all the studios have got anticipation of cinemas opening up soon. So there's the, some some releases are just they're kicking the can down the alley waiting for them. I, I think I don't mm. think we're getting Nomadland until cinemas reopen, are we? Um, mm, hopefully, so. we get Promising Young Woman soon. We're desperate to see that. Um, mm. And also, what, what else might we get? Sound of Metal, Minari. Minari might be this week, I think. Yeah, Minari potentially. Watch that. So. I don't know how I'm going to do with like sub. Is it subtitles? Yeah, that's about. As you can imagine. So I don't know how I'm going to do with that. That's even easier at night. No, not really. Not at night. All oh, right, so you got to focus. But you can. Okay. Mm. 
You'll find a way. You'll find a way. You've, you're not doing anything with your life for five weeks, apart from yeah, nursing your newborn child. Yeah. Let's yeah. let's wrap this up and record an advert. <sighs> yes, let's do that. Everybody have a bloody lovely week. It's lovely to speak to you all again. Yes. Um, thank you for listening. Cool. I, can, I can now confirm, because we're still on there, that The Boy Who Harnessed the Wind mm. is available on the BBC iPlayer right now. So that's where you can... Ah, there we go. Cool. You could. I'll, I'll check that out. Yeah. Good. And do, you know okay. what, I t- do you know what we will do? That's made me think. Uh, whilst I'm off for two weeks, you're off for God knows how many weeks. Do you know what we'll do? We'll do <laughs> what we said we want to do for a while, is we'll do our bonus episode. It'll be exclusive to Spotify, but we'll do our film soundtracks episode. Um, yes, inclu- we will. Including the, the music, um, because Spotify allows us to do that. Yeah. Um, so we're going to put that in. Uh, maybe like uh, next week or the week after, we'll chuck that together. How's that sound? We all know we're going to talk about Guardians of the Galaxy, aren't we? Yeah. Mick, um, mixtape, what's it called? Awesome Mixtape Volume 1. Volume 1. Awesome Mix Volume 1. Yeah. Yep. Cool. Cool. Love you. Love you too. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.